Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Friday, July 1st, 2022. Okay, it's 11.52 in the morning, Eastern Time. Uh, Markets are down slightly, not too much going on, going into the three-day weekend with the July 4th holiday. Markets closed on July 4th. We have... uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 0.40%, S&P 500 down 0.32%, NASDAQ Composite down 0.40%. Yeah, it's hard to say what's going to happen in the afternoon, but a lot of times the markets do sell off anyway going into a three-day weekend. Uh, investors um, just limit some of their exposure, move to cash uh, going into the weekend. Other times, though, there have been some investors that look at it as bargain hunting, come in at the last minute to make some purchases. So kind of unpredictable, but... We just ended the first half of the year. Uh, Senator Poor's 500 actually uh, was down 21% in the first six months of the year. Uh, That is the biggest number since 1970. So you might have seen some press on that. Uh, But hard to say what will happen in the second half of the year. A lot of people don't realize in 1970, markets were down about the same amount, 21% or so in the first half of the year, and then went up 26% in the second half of the year and finished positive for the year. So... Hard to say, but I did talk about, you know, in a recent session, I said we, we, we probably are now in what I and many define as a bear market, uh, at least a 20% decline in the market over a six-month time period. We hit that about two weeks ago, and I did mem- mention that statistically, uh, it's been shown the markets, when they hit a bear market, tend to go down about another 12% over the next 93 days. And then plateau for a time uh, before beginning an upwards advance. And but I also mentioned that no two bear markets are alike. We've had um, fourteen bear markets since World War II, uh, and I mentioned that eight led to a recession; six did not. So hard to say there. Uh, but then some other numbers came out that we might already be in a recession. What is it, the definition of a recession? Two consecutive quarters where the uh, economy shrinks. We measured that by gross domestic product. And the economy did shrink in the first quarter. Numbers were revised to, I think, down 1.6%. And there is a Federal Reserve report that came out. We, we'll get the actual official numbers um, probably a little more than two weeks. But the Atlanta Federal Reserve, they have a gross domestic product tracker. And it's a little bit of an advanced indicator. Its, it's track record is kind of mixed, though. Uh, but it's it's showing the economy shrank by 1% in the second quarter. So on top of the first quarter decline, that would be the definition of a recession. So uh, we'll have to see what's going on there. All right, so we got that going on with the markets. Uh, the next big thing the markets will focus on is we have a big labor report coming out a week from today. So the markets will focus on that. And then the following week, we'll begin to get corporate earnings coming in. Probably the banks will come in first. And as I mentioned uh, on a recent session, they'll probably do fairly well because of the rising interest rates. Banks immediately begin charging higher rates on loans, but don't especially begin raising what they pay on deposits. So, all right, so we got that. Uh, All right, so today what we want to do is um, 
talk about that inflation report that came out yesterday. Uh, it was pretty much in line with what the markets expected. Uh, coal stocks, K-O-H-L, is being pummeled today as their deal uh, their deal with Fort, uh, their deal actually with uh, Fortune Brands has just absolutely fallen apart. So we'll see what's going on there with that. Uh, actually, I say Fortune Franchise Group. Sorry, getting the wrong company, but we'll uh, we'll see what's going on with that. Also, saw an article that Apple um, and other companies that that have a kind of a higher income customer base may be able to basically uh, better make it through an economic downturn than other companies. So I'll talk a little bit about why that is. Uh, and then today, I want to spend some time talking a little more about cryptocurrencies. Uh, you know, go over again, what are they? What are blockchains, data mining? But give me some reasons as to why they have been so pummeled uh, over the last few months. And, you know, what might the outlook be? All right, so we'll talk about that also. Okay, so we had the... Personal consumption, PCE uh, expenditures, uh, personal consumption expenditures inflation index came out yesterday. Showed inflation's running at an annualized rate of around 6.7%, which was in line with expectations. The other day I said anything under 8.5% would probably be good. Actually, I, I was getting that uh, mixed up with the consumer price index. Um, the 6.7% for the PCE report, it was about in line with expectations. Why is that one generally lower than the consumer price index? Uh, the consumer price index doesn't um, take in full account into substitution effect where the PCE does. Uh, the example I've used on previous sessions, if you're used to going to Starbucks every day and getting a $3 coffee, and then you walk in one day and it's $9, uh, well, what would happen with a lot of consumers is that they wouldn't spend $9 on the coffee. They're like, well, what else do you have? Give me tea instead. Uh, and see, the PCE report takes that into account, the substitution effect, where the consumer price index is kind of slow about that. It would just have coffee tripling in price. So that, that's one of the reasons. Also, the consumer price index tends to look at prices from uh, urban buyers, urban consumers, basically people who live in cities and towns. Uh, on the um, buying side, where the PCE report also takes more into account people that live in the countryside, farms, also um, it takes more rural areas, also takes into account the seller's prices, what are they selling things for. So another day I'll talk about again more detail, but all right, so that's what's going on there. Nothing really surprised the market there. Okay, I saw an article that Apple will probably be able to resist uh, or get through resist uh, any down, economic downturns better than many companies. Yeah, it has to do with their customer base. Uh, I've seen some numbers that uh, smartphones, we use that as an example, that are over $1,000 in price. 67% of those phones are Apples. Uh, people buy Apple phones over $1,000. Uh, they, they have basically... When you've got a higher income customer base, they're going to be less affected by a recession or economic downturn. Then it's been found Android users tend to focus more on price, where Apple users, when you're over a thousand dollars, yeah, they do look at price like everybody else, but not as much. You know, if they if they were expecting to pay eleven $1 hundred and fifty dollars for a new phone. 
and then don't find out it's twelve hundred and fifty dollars, they're probably still going to buy it. Uh, it's like Rolls Royce. You know, they're not really affected by economic downturns. The four hundred thousand dollar car. And, you know, the old saying what a Rolls Royce is, if you have to ask how much it is, you probably can't afford it. So one thing to mention is that you might want to focus on companies that tend to sell higher end products. Uh, they are not going to be as uh, affected by an economic downturn or even inflation as many companies. But speaking of inflation, uh, we're probably going to see... Um, we may see pretty good sales numbers from companies uh, reporting as they begin to come in a couple of weeks from now, but you may see some profit pressures as they're simply having to pay higher expenses, labor, everything else, supply chain issues. So the key will be a lot of them will be their forecast for the second half of the year. All right, so we got that. Uh, all right, so what else do we have today? Yeah, Kohl's. All right. So Kohl's has been looking to be bought out. They want to become part of another company. All right. So it was thought they had a deal with Franchise Group. Now, who's Franchise Group? Well, they own other retailers. I guess probably their best known is the Vitamin Shop. That's probably that's theirs. They also have companies like American Freight, Buddy's Home Furnishings, Pet Supply Plus, Sylvan Learning. Um, that's one of theirs. Bed, uh, Badcock Home Furniture. Well, for whatever reason, the whole deal has fallen apart. So Kohl's is simple KSS, King Sam Sam. Uh, that stock is down uh, 21.1%. Uh, it's a $28.14 a share. Now, take a look at this one. It's something to keep an eye on. Um, I mean, the company itself does fairly well. Some retailers uh, are continuing to do well. Uh, you know, Walmart's doing well, Target, Kohl's. I know Dillard's is doing pretty well. Um, it, it may be an overreaction, so... Something to keep an eye on. All right, so let's talk about cryptocurrencies today. What are cryptocurrencies? Basically, money created on a computer, digital currency, which is actually nothing new. Most of our money is actually already digital currency. If you think about it, the average individual, how much um, of their money is in a bank account uh, versus how much are they carrying around cash in their pockets? Where do you have um, digital currencies? Uh, the difference, though, uh, cryptocurrencies are actually private. They're not under any kind of government regulation as far as... Um, the size of the money supply or anything else. So they've actually been around for a while. They're not as new as people might think. So the proxy that we tend to use is a Bitcoin. So that, that's the one we're going to look at. So uh, they did go below. They've been, I mentioned on a couple of the previous sessions, they had been holding around $20,000 a unit, but they did go down at $19,275 a unit. But they are holding generally at the same level. Um, the problem with a cryptocurrency, though, versus just using you know digital currency as a U.S. dollar, uh, I, I've talked about this in the past. You got the transaction delay issue, also its volatility. And just to reiterate a quick example, then I'll quickly talk about what are blockchains and data mining. Oh, and also, if you guys want any a lot more detail on this stuff, go back to my session last year, August third, August third, twenty twenty one. But I'll cover it again and then talk about some of the reasons they are down cryptocurrencies in general, and what might be the prospect going forward. All right, but just a quick example I've used in the past. If you walk, if you go up to the supermarket checkout, you put your debit card in the machine, it's an instantaneous transaction. What happens, the supermarket sends that transaction to their bank, their bank sends it to your bank, your bank withdraws the money, everything goes back in reverse, and the receipt prints out while you're standing there. 
With a cryptocurrency, though, it is not immediate. What happens is the transaction has to be processed through a computer network, and that is called a blockchain. Think of a conveyor belt. And uh, what happens, it's put on a conveyor belt, and the transaction of processing can take up to 10 minutes. So the supermarkets, they're not going to want to let you just walk away because by the time the, process is, uh, the transaction is processed, uh, the price may have changed because cryptocurrencies are very volatile. So that is a problem. So what is data mining? New cryptocurrencies are created like Bitcoin, you know, every few hours or so, um, every, some of them every day. And what happens, uh, who, who does these transactions? Well, anybody really can do them. You, you, there are different networks you can sign up on and you use your computer to process the transactions. And the more you process, you're basically given like a lottery number. Uh, that If your number's closest to the magic number that's created, you get the new cryptocurrency as it's created. So what happens, uh, it's, it's to, uh, this is called data mining. The idea is the more transactions you can process, the more chances you are of getting that newly created uh, crypto coin, whatever it might be. And so you've had uh, groups that have uh, banded together and they use their computers in conjunction to process a massive amount of transactions trying to get uh, increase their odds of getting a newly created cryptocurrency. That's called data mining, but they use a tremendous amount of electricity and other resources when they do that. So that, that, that's basically it in a nutshell. Uh, again, if you want more detail, you know, I'll try to cover it. I'll probably devote an entire session just to like each of those subjects data mining, blockchains, different cryptocurrencies that are out there. But went ahead and just gave you the um, general idea how it works. All right, so uh, using Bitcoin as an example, there's actually 19,000 cryptocurrencies out there. It was at $64,400 a unit in November. It's just over 19,000 now. Okay, so what what is going on? What is the reasons? Well. Part of it is it's just down with the stock market. Uh, cryptocurrencies, another investment, have gone down with the stock market. You've also had people selling cryptocurrencies and stocks to buy bonds, bonds loans to government and corporations, as interest rates have gone up. So that's been part of it. You also have the issue that for many cryptocurrency investors, this is their first bear market they've ever encountered, and some of them probably panicked and just sold out, which drove the markets down even more. Uh, we also probably had overinflated prices uh, with a lot of these cryptocurrencies. You know, it may have even gotten into a speculation greater fool market. You're a fool to pay, you know, $30,000 or something, but a greater fool gives you $31,000 next week. Greater fool gives them 32000 the next week. So we saw that with the dot-com stocks in the 90s. We've seen that in the past with baseball cards, um, comic books, just all kinds of stuff, real estate, just, just all kinds of stuff. So that was part of it. Uh, we also had the problem with, with the stable coin. It was called, it's called Terra, T-E-R-R-H, another word for Earth. Uh, anyway, Terra USD, what, what a stable coin was. The idea is that it was connected to another asset like the US dollar. And uh, this one was supposed to be pegged one-on-one -on -one to the United States dollar. So it, it had that value, you could always convert to dollars at, you know, at one-on-one -on -one basis. Well, anyway, it had this computer algorithm that it was being used to, to keep it stay, steady and 
it's a little bit complex. I'll probably, again, talk about this on another full session. Bottom line, the whole thing collapsed. And uh, with that thing, its algorithm, its computer system failed, and this whole thing just collapsed. And so it, it, the stable coins, which are considered a safe haven for cryptocurrencies, collapsed. We had the big company Celsius. What they did, uh, this was a company offering, if you would lend them your cryptocurrencies, they were paying you upwards of 18% interest. And then what they would do is they were lending those cryptocurrencies out to others at even higher rates of interest. Well, what has happened is um, they've, they've run into all kinds of issues with people not being able to pay them back. And now when the people that put their money with them are trying to withdraw their money, they're not able to. Uh, and that has created shockwaves. Um, that maybe, maybe many of these lending models, cryptocurrencies, are not really that viable or stable. It'd be like your bank saying you can't withdraw money. We then had that uh, hedge fund I talked about on the last session, Three Arrows. Um, apparently, they've lost. Uh, they, they were just bought out for one percent of their previous value, or in their process of being, and, and they're in the process of being liquidated. Uh, they uh, actually, I'm sorry, that wasn't the one being bought out. It was another one. Uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, they're 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 not able to meet regulatory requirements, even have enough money to continue operations. So that that caused an issue. Uh, we also had, I mentioned on the last session, uh, the currency, cryptocurrency exchange CoinFlex. Uh, they also paused withdrawals, saying a customer owes them $47 million. And his name I mentioned, Roger Ver, V-E-R, called Bitcoin Jesus from his, you know, uh, promoting of cryptocurrencies over time. He says he doesn't owe them the money. Uh, and so they're running into all kinds of issues over there. So th that's been a summary, a lot of the issues with cryptocurrencies. What's going to happen? Are cryptocurrencies going to disappear completely? I don't really think so. I think it's too big now. It's too widely entrenched out there. But I do think we're going to see a big shakeout now. We're seeing a lot of these um, you know, lending firms collapsing currency exchange, and we may see that for a while. Uh, I, I think we may see like the dot-coms, the bigger ones will continue to survive, like Bitcoin and so forth, but um, have they hit bottom yet? Hard to say, because it's a lot of, it's how much is the government gonna start regulating these things? Uh, governments have tended to not regulate cryptocurrencies that much, but the, uh, with investors suffering now huge losses, there's probably gonna be accusations of fraud, uh, you know, just lots of things going on, so. Jury's still out on cryptocurrencies. But anyway, that's a summary of kind of what went on. All right, so anyway, we're going to call it a day. Hope everyone's doing well, and I'll talk to everybody again soon. Take care. See ya.